Right, the time is 9.25. We are now going to be talking to South Africans who are doing great things. I'm quite excited for uh, the people we'll be talking to in this part of the show this evening. So, uh, firstly, we are going to be talking to Jabulani Tabete. Jabulani Tabete. And he is from uh, uh, Hope, the Hope for Africa Foundation. He's the CEO of the Hope for Africa Foundation. Um, and he's part of an initiative that is known as the Barefoot Walk Good evening, Jabulani. Good evening, how are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm superb, I'm superb, I'm superb. I can, okay. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm really glad to hear that you're so positive this evening. So tell us a little bit, what is this Barefoot Walk about? The Barefoot Walk is an initiative which started last year on helping um, kids which are unprivileged with school shoes. Um, we saw that there was a need, and then we walked from Johannesburg to Devon as a walk for change. It's two initiatives, but separated. is walk for change and barefoot. Barefoot is just we challenge people around uh, around our community to walk barefooted for 40 days, from government officials to the corporate to the local business owners. And then walk for change, we walk for distance, about 15 days to 30 days, walking to raise school shoes and sanitary pads. So it's how the, the, the initiative is all about that. Sure. Wow. I mean, that is that sounds extremely challenging. So, I mean, why why specifically do you challenge people to walk barefoot? Because you want to you want them to feel how the kids when they walk, the kids from the rural areas, the kids here around our township when they have this, this the abnormal school shoes, to feel how do they walk? There are mm. kids who walk 365 days a year. So we said, okay, like now we're going to be having an initiative where there's uh, around the 40 days without shoes, the barefoot walk. We're going to be having an eye set some more on the, from the first and the third to uh, people to experience how do the kids walk during winter because we're raising school shoes yeah. for them to wear in winter. Sure. Wow. And, and tell me, Jabulani, I mean, you mentioned that there was a walk done from Johannesburg to Durban. That yes. is very far. How long did that walk take? It took us 16 days. Um, we know how to we experience winter, we experience summer, but it was the summer season. We experienced winter, summer, autumn on that 16 days. Wait, 16 as in 1-6 or 6-0? 1-6. Wow. 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 You walked. You? Okay, sorry. Continue. So you did that whole walk. And then did you manage to then raise some shoes uh, for, for the children? Yes, we managed to raise 30 pairs, but I saw it as a total failure. But on our side, it was an, achi- it was an achievement. Uh, it was an achievement, but on me, on my side, it seems to be an achievement. But on my side, we wanted to raise 3,000 school shoes. Mm. But that, that work taught me something to connect with people because the network will be the network of the foundation. Mm-hmm. That will be helping the kids. As now we're going to be helping kids around the provinces that we should walk to mm-hmm. from next month. Mm. So, I mean, let's, let's backtrack a little bit, uh, Jabulani. I mean, I'm interested to understand where does your story begin? I mean, how did you get involved in setting up the Hope, Founda- Hope for Africa Foundation? How did you decide uh, on this specific uh, initiative? You know, what is it about these things that, that really got, got your heart? Um, when last day I saw some kid walking with an abnormal school shoes, I was around the gate there. It was around the 28th of March. It was before the 28th of March, before I started the initiative. Mm. Um, I saw the kids that, like, they don't have normal school shoes. Others, others are wearing takeys. Others are not wearing normal school uniform. I said, let me just start 40 days without shoes, the barefoot walk. So 
after that, it led me, my mom passed away, and then I started Hope for Africa Foundation. It was why I wanted to give hope to young kids and tell them, no matter what situation you're facing, you can make your dreams happen. It's when I walked from Johannesburg to Devon, I was not trying to forget about my mom. I had mm. a dream which I committed myself to, to walk a long distance, creating an awareness that there's the Barefoot Walk Initiative, which deals with helping school kids, and also the Walk for Change, which is helping to help for those with helping young girls with sanitary pads. So mm. we mixed it together and raised school shoes was Walk for Change and Barefoot Walk at the same time. Mm. And tell me, I mean, thus far on your journey, Jabulani, what were some of the, you know, the challenges that you faced? I can imagine when you walk such long distances, it can't all be, it can't be easy and smooth riding. Yes, we didn't have a support vehicle, but we managed to, to, to walk. Um, it wouldn't sponsor us with the, the tricks with the water and face aid kids. Those are the things we're keeping us. Sometimes we were sleeping without food, but when we arrived at Newcastle, they gave us some food and connected us to other municipalities. There were many challenges which we faced. The first one was food. The second one is, was a supporting vehicle, which mm-hmm. was emphasizing people to sponsor us with that. And also the third one with accommodation around the Pumalanga province mm-hmm. and also the media coverages, which we also called many radio stations, which will never get came back to us, which were many things that we faced along the way. Yeah, sure. Wow. I can imagine that it must have been quite uh, challenging in different ways. Jabulani, I want you to stay on the line with us. We've got Zita uh, from Johannesburg and she just wants to make a comment around this project that you're running. Hi, Zita. Oh. Hi, lovely. Yes, good evening. What's on your mind tonight? Um, you're speaking to Sita. Um, mm-hmm. My son started an initiative called Soul to Soul. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been going for eight weeks, and we've collected over 3,200 pairs of shoes, all types of shoes. Um, I would love um, Soul to Soul to contribute towards oh. Dabalani's cause. I think it's amazing if all the causes can get together. Um, I'd, I'd, we've handed out quite a lot of our shoes already. Mm. However, I'm sure that we, as we're getting in every single day, that we'd love to contribute to you, towards oh, your cause, man. Jabulani. I think it's amazing. Oh, no. Oh, this is so precious. Jabulani? Yo, uh, I'm so blessed. I don't know how to thank you. Thank you very much. That shows that we have... You have put it some impact in mm. some community. Thank you very much, my sister. Mm. Definitely, definitely. And I'd love you to also to have a look at our page and see the type of work that we do throughout the rural areas and some of the informal settlements. Mm. And who knows, we can do something together at a oh, later date. Man, this warms my heart. So you know what we'll do, Zita? I'll ask my producer to give you Jabu's details and then I'll also yes. just make sure that Jabu gets your details so that you two can, can actually connect with each other. I think this is also one of the powerful things about, um, you know, about people organizing themselves socially. Cause I think everybody's doing a little bit, a little bit here and there, but it's always, you know, more powerful when we can actually come together and support, uh, each other's initiatives together. So I'm quite excited to see how this, how this plays out. Thank you so much, Zita. That's we really amazing. appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, lovely. Thank you, Jabulani. Mm. Thanks so much. So, Thank Jabulani, you. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, that's absolute providence. We'll definitely make sure that um, after the interview that you and Zita get each other's details and, and get in touch. You know, it's a, bit, it's a, it's a good start um, and it's a way for you guys to see maybe where you can coordinate your energies and, and your yeah. efforts together. Um, but, I mean, so just continuing with the, with the conversation, uh, Jabulani, I suppose for me the, the other side that I'm looking at is what other forms of support 
uh, can can be offered to you guys. So on the one hand, there's obviously people like Zita, and I'm sure a lot more who are doing these kinds of uh, fundraising drives to collect shoes. Um, but you mentioned that when you started your initial walk, that you know marketing was a bit of an issue, just getting enough media attention. So maybe highlight for us other ways that we can support you, so that if someone is listening, they can also think about how they can get involved with your initiative. Um, people can they can donate school shoes. The most important thing: school shoes, school uniform. Um, like December, we take we want Christmas clothes. We're gonna be giving some orphanages in Pumalanga and some kids in Pumalanga. So, like people to, to contribute from like from ten rand, fifteen rand, the money they have, mm-hmm. and also like they can call us. We can collect at their homes because we're committed in what we're doing. We're saving the community. I even quitted my job just to tell people, okay. Now I'm, I quitted my job in my company, which deals with marketing and events. I said, mm. okay, I'm committing myself in helping young kids mm. because, I, because they are the future leaders. Mm. And I'll be talking to tomorrow's leaders' convention on, the, on next week Thursday. I'll be talking about that. Mm. Because we want to see change in our community. Because the change starts with me. Mm. It starts by changing one life and then it's going to change. That kid, who's changed, that kid who has changed his life, it's going to change other people's lives. So yes. it's like creating leaders of tomorrow. Mm. Like the leader now, I'm a leader now. I have to create other leaders who are going to create other leaders who are going to put positive impact in the community. Yeah. So, so Jabuloni, I, I, I like to get practical about things like this. So let's just start here. The one option that you mentioned was for people to donate even the lowest denomination of 10 rand, 15 rand, whatever they have. What is the platform where they can do that kind of donation? Do you guys have a Facebook page or website where we can actually get those details? Um, we do have a website which will be launching after the 40 days um, because now tomorrow is the 20th day. So the website is www.hopeforafrica.org.za or they can simply email barefoot at hopeforafrica.org.za. They can get our banking details they can get our numbers there or they can simply email me at hope hope tablets at hope for africa up at hope tablets is hope tablets at hope for okay hold on i just want to make sure that i also get uh those details correctly so the first thing is you guys will be launching a website uh, at the end yes. of the 40 days and that will be www.hopeforafrica.org.za and then if people yes. do want to donate they can find your banking details by emailing you either using barefoot at hopefulafrica.org.za or hope tabete so that's h-o-p-t-h-a-b-e-t-h-e at hopeforafrica.org.za. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, yes. perfect. And also, they can simply say info at hopeforafrica.org.za. Okay, no, that's perfectly fine. And then you mentioned as well that you guys are able to do collections. So I'm assuming people can put their details in the email and then you guys will arrange a way of getting a hold of those items uh, for, for the children, correct? Yes. And where exactly, if I can just ask, where exactly are you guys based? Are you in Gauteng or in Pumalanga? We're based in Gauteng, so we help around communities. Like now, we saw some much need in Pumalanga. Okay. And this is the province which they run, the government doesn't take care of it. So mm. we want to put change there and, and build self-confidence to the young kids that yeah. on that side. Yeah. Okay, no, that's perfectly fine. I think that that's wonderful. I mean, you have to see where the need is and, and try to meet it in the best way that you can. My last question for you, Jabulani, is just, I suppose, from uh, as a personal question for you, what is it that drives you? I mean, what is it that inspires you to keep going? Because I know that a lot of people that are involved in, in this kind of space where you're doing 
you know, charity or social justice type of work, it's not easy to keep going. So what is it that keeps you going, that keeps you inspired and motivated? Before my mom died, said something to me. She said to me, um, Jablani, if you use a dream, go and make it happen. My dream was to help 3,000 school kids last year. So I'm still focusing on that dream. No matter how hard it is, I'll keep focusing on it until it, it becomes truly. Mm-hmm. And after focusing on that 3,000, I know afterwards, now I'm targeting Africa. Africa, that means your Botswana have a branch in Botswana which needs to be launched. Mm-hmm. They are working barefoot as we speak. Mm-hmm. So, like, afterwards, I'm targeting the southern, the, the Sadiq uh, region. Um, afterwards, I want to go up in Africa. That is the thing. My mom mm-hmm. was the person who motivates me. I still love her. And may her soul rest in peace. She's the one who inspired me in my life. Oh, man. Thank you so much, Jabulani. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show this evening. Um, and as I said,